Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. everybody and welcome to season two episode 24 of the creative exponent and today we're going to talk about saying no to good things in order to say yes to better things and it's a good one (laughs) yeah well we've both we've both been there um i think we've both said yes to things that we realized like well it was it wasn't a bad thing but it ended up just maybe not being the best thing yep um, and we've both <clears throat> said no to really good things in order to move into a place that feels more authentic to us or yeah. it just, um, maybe the, the thing that we were doing, it was kind of pulling us away from the life that we wanted to yeah. live. It was a good professional yeah. thing, but it just, so anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that because, um, as an entrepreneur, you're in the driver's seat and... <laughs> You're the one who has to decide. Sometimes fortunately, yes. sometimes yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> yes. You can take all the detours you want. And That's they can true. be, you know, they can be great, but, you know, it can also lead you in, into some wrong direction. Oh so, God. yes. Um, but this is coming out of, and I know Shauna has said she's going to share about kind of some big no's that she said, but this is coming out of, I just announced on my blog a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago that I sold my milk paint line, yep. which was... A big deal. A big deal. Big dang deal. A big dang deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was huge. It was like selling a piece of my business yeah. was a huge no. And I sort of realized that I needed to do it because um, I would say for two or three years, I had been asking do I still want to do this? Is this still like, does this still make sense as a part of my business? Am I supporting it as well as I need to? Do I still feel passionate about it? Um, And for a while, the answer was yes. I Mm -hmm. I still want to do this. I I don't feel ready to let it go. But um, about a year ago, I decided, you know, while I, I still love milk paint, I love painting furniture and all of that. It's just not my main thing anymore. And it was just time to, to say no to it. And it was, we were talking all through that process. (laughs) It was, (laughs) I was a total wreck during (laughs) a good few months. It was just really, it was just a lot. Yeah. Even if it, it goes swimmingly, <laughs> simply and well, all that stuff, it's just, that's a big, it's a big process, you know, it's long and requires a lot of patience it and is. back and forth. And, and I think more than anything, the internal, you know, dialogue and just what you're feeling about making that decision, you know, it's a, it's a big decision to make. I think the hardest thing, so the hardest thing for me in no's is that I see potential in things. Yeah. I am such an optimist. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm going to give things the benefit of the doubt. I'm yeah. willing to to work without an immediate payoff and yeah. just have hope that it's going to yeah. someday be this great thing. Yeah. <laughs> and um or it's just it's all going to work out or what what's a problem now isn't going to be a problem later, you know, all yeah. of that. And so 
I have a hard time saying no, no. to things because I, I just then feel like I'm going to miss out on what could be like yeah. maybe the best opportunity ever. Because right. um, I almost, in the very early days, I almost said no to the milk paint line. I had started yeah. it and then I had people who were interested in carrying the paint line and it was clearly going to be a bigger thing than mm-hmm. I wanted it to be. And I was about ready to say, oh, no, never mind, not yep. going to do it because it's going to be too big. <laughs> right. <laughs> And it ended up being one of the most successful things yeah. ever in my business. So, yeah. um, so I think anyway, the fact that I I'm willing to to see potential in things and give things time and and just try something yeah. out um, can put me in a position where I, I'm saying yes to more things than I than yeah. I really should. Yeah. Um, but what about so? What was one of your big no's? Well, man, <laughs> there was. There were several that I can think of (laughs) off the top of my head. Here's the thing. In about 2012, I think, was the year-ish, that's when I realized, man, you're saying yes to everything, and you're about to implode. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it just hit at a time where um, I had published, just published the book, I think, and we um, we had launched a pilot on HGTV, and there was continued conversations there and I had um, a couple of stores and I had a a larger I I would say as far as like what I was committed to online store you know it was a lot of commitment a lot of it was a big chunk of my business but um, and I was also still saying yes to lots of things like sponsored posts and things like that a lot of travel for blogging you know and I remember that was the first time that it hit me you're saying yes to things that, yeah, they're, you know, they're paying you, but you're, you're literally creating a life that's not sustainable. You know, it's, these yeses are causing anxiety. And so um, I remember getting better at it at about that time. That's when I began my journey (laughs) of learning how to say no. And it's been long and slow, and I still I still struggle with it. Although I'll tell you, after years of practice, I feel pretty good now about um, pretty good about where I'm at. Now, just we'll write this down, and you feel free to check me in six months when I don't do this again, because I know that <laughs> will happen inevitably. But it's been easier, um, and I think one of the bigger ones was probably. Well, we had talked about doing a pretty big deal together. That was a big no for me when I decided not to do that. We had talked about possibly distributing, you know, the paint here, and I, we would be really involved with that. I was going to buy an 18,000 square buy a foot warehouse. warehouse. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I, we were almost there. I'm talking about hair of our chinny chin chins, <laughs> close to doing that. And it was just like not everything could line up at the right time in the right way. We both had business stuff happening, but that was a big one to just say, you know what, I'm going to call it. This just does not feel right to me. Like if I have to sit on that Mm -hmm. big of a building in this smaller town, what if we decide not to do this one day? What if I need to, you know, I'm going to be stuck with this huge real estate development project. (laughs) And... (laughs) And just nowhere to take it, you know, and uh, that was a big one. Um, and then, and it, man, thank God in heaven, I said no to that. I mean, for yeah. many, many, many reasons. Yeah. And then, you know, 
closing my stores, you know. Um, the Especially, I think, so when Perfectly Imperfect began, it started as home decor and it was, you know, it, it grew to be a very sustainable business for me. It was definitely the biggest chunk of income um, for my business at the time back in about 2013, 14, 15. And uh, so then when I decided, okay, I'm going to pare the inventory down, that was already a, okay, I got to say no, because I'm, I'm doing design. I'm, you know, I'm beginning to kind of consult into marketing. I'm kind of getting my feet wet in other areas and other spots. I've got to pare something down. So I pared that down. And then in 17, by the by that time it had transitioned to a studio and design space where I was still selling the paint lines and we were doing workshops but I was really using it as a design studio with a little bit of retail and it was still crazy it was great you know it was profitable it was a great thing and I just kind of I think for me it was it was the same in the sense that it just felt like it was not I was just done. You know, I was Mm -hmm. done having to be in a physical location every day, having inventory. Um, I was ready for the next thing. I was ready to focus around my design. I was ready to focus, um, you know, past the blog a little bit. And the stores were so tied to the blog that it was just, I don't know, it was just the right lifestyle choice, you know, to, to say no to. And while I would argue that there have been many surprises along the way <laughs> since that moment, it was still the right no. Uh, I still wouldn't go back and and say, you know, I need. I would rather be owning that specific studio or store. Still, I, I wouldn't. You know, it it was mm-hmm. it was the right no at the right time. Um, but they're hard. It's hard to do that because I'm just just like you. I see all the possible rainbows and, you know, unicorns frolicking through the fields in this particular, whatever particular endeavor. And I, you know, my eyes get big and my heart races and I'm just ready (laughs) to just do it. Mm -hmm. So, but it was a good, it was a good no for sure. I love, um, uh, I think it was in um, one of Brene Brown's books. I'm not, I don't recall. It may be Braving the Wilderness or it's Dare to Lead. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. But she said, um, like, everything sounds easy when it's a month away or everything's, right. you know what I mean? That idea, everything sounds easy when yeah. you're not doing it yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and <laughs> once you start doing it, then you're like, Uh-oh. oh, <laughs> Huh. This is what it looks okay. like. Why did I, why did I, how did I think I could realistically fit this into my day or my schedule? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so many little yeses can add up to like completely hijacking, yes. you know, the lifestyle that you were hoping yep. to live by working on your own or, or even by making space for creativity, yeah. um, whether it's just for a hobby that's saying yes to, whatever comes up, yeah. whatever are the things that kind of tempt you to, to go for it. Cause it's yeah. easy to say no to things we don't want to do. That's yes. easy to say, no, nah, I'm not going to go do that. But it's the things that, that they are good things. They yeah. sound, you know, buying it, buying it. I mean, that warehouse was really oh cool. I remember when you oh, sent me pictures awesome. and it's like, what an amazing space oh, with so yeah. much potential. Like that's a good thing especially for someone like you who does just I mean just seems to have this kind of endless capacity (laughs) for like 
turning things into a business and just making it all work. I mean, it, it you know, it, it could have been a great thing, but it's it, it like, could have man, been. yeah, it could have, could it have, have also been a train wreck. <laughs> but yeah, but I think, you know, I think oh. knowing what you know now, it's like, yeah, that would have been a yeah. mistake. It would have not been a it good been. move, but, um, yeah. but, but yeah, I, I think, think it's. Oh, this is ahead. something that we learn. You learn as you go. You yes. learn through experience. I don't think you can go back in hindsight and no. say like, because I would never say, well, I because now I've said no to the paint line. That was the right time to say no to it. Yeah, that doesn't mean. Yeah, I, I'm glad I said yes to it initially. Oh um, yeah, of course. Yeah, and so I think, I think it's it's an ebb and a flow, definitely. It is, and I think you. Really, though, you know, it's funny. I, I, I will say this because I think, you know, if you're listening and, and I know we've been in these places and we still are, you know, it's not always the big, the big, big, big things, the big opportunities to say no to or the big moves. It's where I think this shows up the most is in your day to day and the little all like you said, all the little yeses that you give away and you look up and you're not living the life you want to live, you know, your, mm-hmm. your business looks different than you, than you want it to. And, and, you know, we've said this in our groups in the mentoring group and the community, and, and even I think on the podcast, um, it all runs together, <laughs> but you know, right. none of us, we sign, said it somewhere, <laughs> right. We said it somewhere <laughs> out into the ether. Um, we don't sign up to do this like creative entrepreneur thing so that we can feel like we got a ball and chain around our necks. You know, we don't sign up to do this so that we feel shackled and confined and completely stressed out and filled with anxiety you know that's not usually the goal so overworked and and making no money right (laughs) I know and so I think we we talked about that in our mentoring group yes yeah that was we were just seeing that with with some of our members because it's so easy to do as an entrepreneur that like yeah you're you know, one day your your days are spent filled with painting and doing all this wonderful creative work. And then the, the next day you realize every day yeah. is working on projects that you're not passionate about. And yeah. you've set yourself up to where, you you know, half your time is spent packing and shipping things or, right. or whatever it is that's draining to you. Yeah, and it does. It just adds up. And I think it can be as simple as, like, I'll give you an example. I just had a no a couple weeks ago. It's a small thing. It could have been a yes, and it could have been a no. But it's, so now the bulk of my business, bulk of my time is spent on coaching. Still, I have one residential um, design project that I'm working on right now, but that's it. I usually only am doing that with my partner, and I only do a few a year, so there's not that many it's usually bigger, more involved projects. Um, and then, of course, my own, you know, any kind of writing and things like that that I do. But, you know, it it would have been really easy a few weeks ago to say yes to this smaller um, design job because I got a little bit of margin right now, just a little, you know. But really, <laughs> my version of margin it's just a normal work week. Like when I feel like I have margin, it's because I'm working 40 or 45 hours a week. I Mm -hmm. tend to just because I do have my hands in a lot of stuff and I get excited and crazy. I'm, you know, before I know it, I'm really over, I'm overworking, I'm overstretching. So, you know, I just, I had to, my, my first thought was, sure, I can do that. You know, and then I thought, what are 
you're doing it again. No, you can't. <laughs> you will not. Not no, you can't. No, you won't. Because that's the question. It's not can you, it's should you. You know, should you say yes? Not can I do it? Can I fit it in? Um, yeah. And I had to get better at that even with working with um, with other people and when you're collaborating with people and they're asking you to do things, you know, you have to get really good at communicating, well, I can work on that, but I'll have to reprioritize this or I can, you just can't say yes to everything and, and do anything well. You just can't. That's not how it yeah. works, you know? I think a lot of times the yeses, and maybe you'll have a different take on this, but I think for me, the yeses come a lot more out of um, like things that I probably shouldn't do. So if I say, should I do this? And the uh-huh. answer is like, eh, probably not. You probably don't have time. You're not yeah. as you're, you're excited about it. It's good, but you're not passionate about it. You're going to end up probably regretting it. Um, mm-hmm. I think those yeses are said a lot more out of like anxiety yes. and fear. Um, like, especially if you feel like, like when I first started my business, I started it because we needed money. So I said right. yes to anything that to would anything. bring in money. If I could sell my dining room set right out of my dining room, yes. Yep. Sure. <laughs> I will do that. Yep. If, um, you know, if I had an offer to write an article for something, even though it's like I just really didn't have the time. Yeah. Nope. Yep. yep. I'll do it. I, got it. I will find the time. Gosh, me too. I will figure it out. And I think that there are times when you need to say yeses like yeah. that. Um, but sure. I think a lot of times the yeses um, can be made because it's like, well, I don't want to say no to money. I don't want to yep. say no to an opportunity. I don't want to say no yep. to something that's going to stretch or grow me. Or I don't want to say, yeah. what if I say no? And then there's another thing that I want with that person I've said no to. And now yeah. that door is closed. Yep. So I think yep. that a lot of the the yeses that you'll say are, are out of like what ifs and anxieties. and They are the fear of missing out, yeah. you know, the fear of lost potential. Maybe you've missed the boat on yep. the best thing. What was going to be the best thing for you? I think all of, all of those things. And you just cannot create like that. No. You can't create like that. You can't live like that. You can't run a business like that. Um, no. I love the book. So if you're someone who struggles with this, which both Shauna and I <laughs> have obviously <laughs> had, had our struggles with this, uh, a book that just like, I just rocked my world was essentialism. Yeah. It's such a good book. And, it was. um, and, um, he says the author, I think it's Greg McCowan is yeah. how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, the book is essentialism, Greg McCowan. Uh, he, <laughs> he, um, said if, well, he said it a little differently, but I'll say it this way. If it's not a heck yes, yeah, then it's a no. Yeah. So if it's not something that you are like, <gasps> yes, best thing ever. Yep. Yep. <laughs> then just say no, because those things that we say, like, well, I could really use the money. This could be a good yep. opportunity. That's all you are. You You're are talking, talking yourself, yourself into, into something it. Yep. <laughs> that you know you should well, not. That's do. a bad plan. <laughs> Well, because here's the thing, what that does is without you realizing it, you can begin to get in your own way 
for the things that would actually propel you really far forward, you know? Yeah, because I mean, I think you're right. A big one is the fear of loss, fear of instability. I've certainly dealt with that. You, If you feel like you need money, it's really easy to just say yes to all the random opportunities that come mm-hmm. in. But you do, again, this kind of reverts back to our... <laughs> Our podcast um, a couple of weeks ago kind of reverts back to your um, your vision. You gotta go back there and say, okay, but if I say yes to this, even if I make five hundred bucks right now, or if I make three thousand dollars doing this, or whatever the amount is, is that pushing me forward really long term? You know, now I think if the answer to that is that it really could be a a good a good move for the long term, then you know it's worth looking at to see. If, if it can feel more like a heck yeah, you know, but if it's not, then we just then wind up getting in our own way. We're saying yes to doing all kinds of random little tasks that maybe we're competent in, but we're not brilliant at. And when we're, when we're spending our time doing the things that we're only competent doing and not in our brilliance, not in that place of like real authentic creating and making and selling, you know, whatever the things are, then, you know, we are kind of in our way. We're diluting our own ability to be, quote, successful, you know, because uh, we're yeah, too busy. That's a great That's a great way to put it, that we're diluting our own ability to be successful. Yeah. I think that that's, that yeah. there's a Shauna quote <laughs> right there. <laughs> I think that's really good because, and I think especially as an, as a creative and you're turning it into a business, even, even this can even ap- happen as a hobby where you have people saying, oh, this is what you should make. Or you yeah. see on Instagram, this is yeah. what's selling. This is what's working. This is what's mm-hmm. mainstream. This is what tr- what's trendy. It's so easy to say yes yeah. to that because you think that that's going to lead you yeah. to a better place yeah. instead of saying, you know what? No, I'm just, I'm going to do what I... What I need to do, yeah. Want to do and need to do what I what feels right. And I yeah. think um, I think those are the people who really do end up being successful mm-hmm. is the people who say no to all of those outside influences and kind of, yeah, do, the, do, their, do their thing. They do what they yeah. do. Well, and yeah. I talked about that. I actually popped on the mentoring group and did a quick video on that this morning. It's funny. I kind of forgot we were talking about this today. Oh, but I missed that because w- I've been busy this morning. No, it's fine. I d- check, you know, every now and then it. I just go rogue and get on there live <laughs> so that then yeah. it'll post into the group. So anyway, I did that in both the groups this morning, but talked about that, that, you know, we're... It's just so, let's just say you've got a creative business, and this really is, I guess, more of a business-centered episode, but, um, you know, if you are in that place, especially you're creating and sharing online, it's just there's so much to distract you from what you should be doing, not what you can do, but what you should be doing, and... You know, of course, I was talking about vision and why that's so important for us to hone it in so that we can reference back to it. We can check ourselves. We can center ourselves once we get to those places. But a great way to to be able to honor your vision and honor your long-term goals and, and what you dream and wish for 
is to be able to practice saying no, you know, to really become discerning and to, I think, to be patient, you know. I was having a conversation with a client last week and it's just, you know, (laughs) I don't know if this is a, not to overgeneralize us, but I think women that are entrepreneurs really struggle with this so much, like the, the saying no, the setting boundaries, um, you know, and she was she was sharing about some of these things she wants to do, but she's a little nervous to say, you know, to clients or that kind of thing. And, um, you know, and I asked her, I said, what, uh, what is something that you see that I don't ever do on the weekend, ever? And, you know, she laughed and she was like, you don't, you don't respond to me. <laughs> and I said, I sure don't. And I'm not ever going to. I mean, it doesn't mean that you're not important, that you're not valuable, but that that's my time with my family. So I don't do that on the way. I've learned that's a no for me. That is just a no. I, I can't constantly step in and out of the work world, you know, on the weekends and enjoy my life as a whole. And, um, you know, that's the same sort of thing. Like we just, we've got to become really great practicers of honing what matter honing in on what matters to us, you know, and yeah. and really honoring what kind of life and business we want to create, you know, and that's outside of the oh, I'd love to have a business that does this and it goes here and it makes this much money, you know, a year, bring in this much in gross sales. Okay, and that's all great. Those are wonderful things, but what does that look like in real life? Because guess what? Mm-hmm. The bigger you are the harder you're working, you know, the more you earn, usually the harder you got to work to get there. Um, the more responsibility well, and also you have. The harder, the harder it is to sustain it as yes. well. And usually yeah. if your business is really big, you've got a lot of other people yeah. tangled up in it. Yep. And it, and it gets, as I've learned with the Mopane line, <laughs> yeah. there are a lot of people tangled up in that. And, yeah. um, and it, and it became, for me, it became sort of this source of like, I knew I wanted to do other things and it became this sort of like you talked about kind of this weight but you know at the same time I recognized its value and future potential and you know I kind of struggled with still loving the products and loving all of that but then being being ready but just ready to be done with that phase yeah yeah, and, and it's been really interesting since, so the, the sale went through a few weeks ago, and man, I have just been like Giddy. so happy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have been just really enjoying my work and what yeah. I do, and um, it's just, it was funny when we were doing our mentoring session, oh <laughs> somebody's my like, man, Marion is like... I thought she was legitimately high. <laughs> I mean, I said, I know that you are not a drug user. I mean, you are one of my closest humans. I do recognize this, but are you sure you're not a little high on something? And she laughed. Yeah, I mean, it just a whole a whole world lifted off your shoulders, you know, and that's yeah. what we're going for, you know, are those yes. moments of like, yes. this feels right. What I'm doing feels right. Where I'm going feels right. And I think it's a bit of a a lie that we kind of attach to when we say, well, that's just life and that's just business. And that, yeah, I mean, sometimes it is, like you said, sometimes we just, yes, we're in a place where we got to say some yeses and we got to plug on, you know, through. But overall, 
we want to feel that way. We want to feel like, yep, yeah. this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This feels good. This feels right. You know, we want to feel affirmed <laughs> in the way we're living and creating, not, you know, the reverse for sure. Yeah. And I think if you've you said there are seasons like that where you're stuck yeah. in a job you don't like or there's a season of your business that's just kind of difficult or a challenge. And and that's normal. And I think the the idea, though, is to, okay, what, what are the things I can say no to in order yeah. to get me to the place where I'm saying yes to the things that are the things that, that bring yeah. me life, that, that um, make my heart come alive, that yep. are, are giving me the lifestyle that I, that I would want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we both have found this, that while we both are entrepreneurial and we like yeah. those, you know, we kind of look for those like good money making opportunities yeah. and all of that. We both have gotten to a place where it's like, you know what, but I would rather yeah. be happy and enjoy what I'm doing yep. than just make money. Make a ton of money. <laughs> so, right. Like, yeah. I mean, what am I really going to do with it? Really? I just want right. to make a good living and I want to love the work I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to be in a place of just absolute scarcity. No, that's not what I want. And I don't, but I don't have to be in a place of so much abundance that it's really more of like a, an exercise in vanity. Not to say that you can't make good money and, um, and be very happy and do well and, and that be a wonderful lifestyle. I'm just, I just mean, for me, I just want to make a good living, you know, and yeah. I want to do work that is really meaningful to me and that matters. And as long as I'm doing that and kind of upholding my vision, that's what matters to me, you know, and that helps in discerning which opportunities, you know, are yeses now and which are, are no's, you know, and yeah. I don't feel too guilty about those <laughs> anymore. And I think... Y- you're really right in that this whole conversation just goes back completely to our conversations about vision. So if yeah. you missed those, there are two podcasts so far that we've talked about on building uh, on vision. And one is about kind of discovering your vision and one is yeah. about core values. Actually, we did three, didn't we? No, One's on setting, just two. Or was, is it just two? Okay. So one yeah. was on core values and, and mm-hmm. boundaries. Yeah. And then one was on, um, uh, on, discovering your vision yeah, so, kind of honing it and really nailing yeah. it down and this really fits in on that I think that when yeah. we say yes to things um or or I guess on the flip side of that when we're saying no to good things but that aren't going to be the best things for us that's that's when we're really kind of living within that vision I think yeah. is when yeah. we're when we're making those hard no's um yeah. for the for the greater good of our mm-hmm. business and our creative work yeah um so anyway, I hope that encourages you. Me too. Um, Me too. Just to to feel the freedom to say no and to not feel, I don't know, just like anxiety and obligation yeah. about what you have to say yes to. Right. And you and just, just don't. kind of f- <laughs> like free yourself of that. And we're working on that. It's not. Yep. It's not perfect for us. We're we're no. we're working on that too. So we'll work on that with you. So um, I do have a creative contraption today. Okay. I didn't. We didn't talk about it before, but I found these pencils. Oh man! More pencils. More pencils. Have you heard of um, Blackwing pencils? Yes, but show it to me anyway. <laughs> yeah, and I keep calling them Batwing pencils, but they're <laughs> Blackwing pencils, not Batwing. Not to be confused with not Batman. To, yes, <laughs> they just. <laughs> I don't know, but they're black wing pencils and they just, so 
at first you're like, okay, these are just kind of pricey pencils, you know, name, name brand pencils, <laughs> but um, they really are like weighted really well. And the, um, the lead is just very, like when I first wrote with them, I literally was like, Ooh, oh. like it just, it's very buttery lead and um, it has kind of this neat, like replaceable eraser. Cause your eraser yeah. almost always, always goes, goes before the lead goes. Oh, yeah. So then you have this dead flat pencil eraser and oh, you have to goodness. use another <laughs> eraser or <laughs> put a little topper on it, like a kid's pencil topper. Anyway, so it has these like rectangular oh, fun. Flat, yeah. replaceable erasers on the yes. top. Um, and they're just pretty. They're just, I got the white ones, um, but they have all different colors and, and things. Black but wing just, pencils. Black wing pencils, yes. Not and bat wing or batman. Not, <laughs> yes, not pencils. bat wing pencils. Black wing <laughs> pencils but yeah they're real they're really good i really enjoy them Fun. and i'm actually glad that i had you see look at the notes i wrote batwing pencils. i know i, I didn't want to say anything <laughs> <laughs> I see i keep okay let me fix that just so in our own private notes I've we got know them, right we know which <laughs> one it is i'm glad i had one here with me so i could read it <laughs> and correct myself anyway oh. um so the next time we're going to talk about who are you creating for? And Sean yes. and I were actually chatting about this right before the podcast episode. And we're like, mm. it seems like a simple question. And I think most people yeah. are like, well, of course I'm creating Me. for myself or I'm sure. creating you know, yeah. for my client or whatever. But I, I think there's a, a whole lot of like peer pressure and, yes. you know, there's a hidden input. world of motivations yeah. lurking beneath the surface. <laughs> yes. Yes. Of I what think we do. There's yeah. A lot there, and so we're just going to talk about that, about who we're creating for. Yeah. Should be should be a good episode. So I hope you'll join us next time. Thank you for listening to the Creative Exponent podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johann Wagner. And if you like the Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.